Hello, everyone. My name is Kataira Poland. I am the CEO of Love for Words, which is an editing boutique. And I am also the creator and hostess of Editor Knows Best, the podcast you're tuned into right now. And the podcast is for authors and writers, those in the literary field who want tips about editing, publishing, and the other elements of you know the writing industry. Thank you for tuning in. We do have, excuse me, before we get to our guest today, the show does air every Monday at 7 p.m., and it airs on, you can visit anchor.fm slash editor knows best. You can also listen on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and some other channels. And again, thanks for tuning in. We do have an awesome guest today. She is a licensed clinical social worker in the state of Michigan since 2003 and a practicing social worker since 1994. Over the years, she has learned her role is to serve as a catalyst for change. She's also a confidence and success coach, a talk show and symposium host, author and clinician. She created Realizing Your Potential LLC to empower and inspire African-American women everywhere. Her focus is empowering African-American women to know better and be better for themselves, their families, and their communities. Her work is about getting African-American women to recognize and harness their power to empower themselves and others to manifest abundance in their lives. More specifically, she helps coaches and consultants create effective strategies to eliminate negative self-talk and self-sabotaging behaviors that prevent them from taking their business to the next level. She helps them create the confidence, stamina, motivational techniques, and accountability needed to consistently and boldly show up in their business and attract their ideal clients. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jacqueline. You're welcome. I am so excited to be here. Yes, I'm, I'm excited to have you. You prefer Jackie or Jacqueline? Jackie is fine. Okay, Jackie. Perfect, perfect. So uh, reading your bio, I was definitely inspired by your mission of starting your business. Of course, we are currently in Black History Month, which I always urge people to celebrate Black history all year because we deserve it and um, we we help, you know, uh, we've contributed so much to every aspect of this world. So I don't limit our greatness to February and nobody else should either. <laughs> but hearing your, um, you know, the background as to why you start your business, I would love to hear more about what motivated you to start this business specifically for African-American women. So being a social worker, I have worked with many different types of women meaning, you know, different socioeconomic classes, different, you know, ethnicities, um, you know, single, divorced, married, so on and so forth. And one of the common themes that I have found, and, and, and more specifically amongst women of color, I have found that there's a common thread, and that thread is lack of self-esteem, lack of self-confidence. So, Considering that, you know, I kind of, you know, I kind of thought to myself like, wow, you know, this is an area that we really need to, to further develop ourselves in. And to me, it's like, what better way to do it by, you know, helping one, helping one another, you know, because I know me personally, I've also suffered from, you know, just not believing in myself, not feeling that I was enough. And I know the different things that I went through and the limiting beliefs that I had, you know, like actually putting my own self in a box, 
you know, telling myself I could only do certain things or I can only go so far, you know, kind of like partitioning myself off. Yes. And so, 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 so those two factors, actually seeing it firsthand and finding that common thing in the different women that I've worked with over the years and also my personal journey myself with rebuilding, if you will, my self-esteem. So because of those two reasons, that's why I'm so passionate about it, about really being able to, you know, it's just something about seeing like the light go off, if you will. You know, when someone really starts to believe in themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, and really trust themselves, they are limitless. It's endless possibilities at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you recommend to our listeners who are currently struggling with self-esteem? How did you overcome that? And how do you continue to work through that? Hmm. Okay. So one of the big, big, big things, well, two, I'll mention is first the whole idea. And I know people say it, you know, you hear it all the time across social media now, but it's really a lot of, really a lot of truth to it. It's taking yourself outside of your comfort zone. When you go outside of your comfort zone, that builds trust within yourself. And when I say trust within yourself, what I mean is you begin to trust in yourself and your abilities to be able to handle whatever situation is thrown your way, right? Because we're all going to get obstacles, stumbling blocks. You know, we we have a plan. We think something's going to go this way and it never does. You know what I mean? So it's not about being able to predict certain patterns. It's about being able to or, or how you handle situations as they come up. You know what I mean? Like one person can have a situation and or let's say an obstacle and they just completely have a meltdown you know they give up you know i'm not i'm not worthy i'm not worthy of abundance i'm not smart enough i'm not good enough all of that then you have the another person that have the same obstacle or the same setback so to speak and they're like oh okay you know what okay i'm gonna learn from this you know what i know what not to do (laughs) you know what i mean right just keep you know they just keep on going you know what i mean but really what that has to do with is how you feel about yourself. You know what I mean? If you really feel like you're able to do it, and, and that that comes from having that, that strong foundation and believing in yourself, right? And being For able sure. to say to yourself, you know what? This is the end goal. This is what I want. I'm going to get it. Yeah. Not, I don't know, maybe should have, maybe this, maybe, I'm going to get it. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be next month, but I'm going to get it. So that piece of the puzzle a huge component is that taking yourself outside of your comfort zone. And I mean, doing it regularly, not just once every two years. Or, I mean, regularly. And the second piece that I mentioned today is celebrating those small wins. And again, I know people say it all the time. Let me celebrate my wins, you know. And I know that from firsthand because I'm the type of person, once I achieve something, I'm so busy thinking about what the next step is. I don't even take the time to even pat myself on the back and acknowledge those small, acknowledge those wins. And we're not even talking about the small wins. It could be something as simple as, you know, um, maybe I want to start a podcast. And I'm just throwing it out there, expressing the in my mind. All right. I want to start a podcast, and maybe this particular week I have decided on a platform to use. 
It could be something as simple as that. Right. You know what I mean? But you have to celebrate those small wins along the way. And the reason that's so important is because that helps keep you motivated. It helps to keep you motivated and it, it, it helps to build confidence in yourself. Because you're like, dang, I checked that off the list. I did that. Right. You know, I'm a little nervous about that. Maybe I was nervous about this interview. Like, look, I always get a little nervous before any sort of an interview. That's just me. That's just my personality. But being able to do it and afterwards, I'm like, dang, I did it. Right. No, where's the next interview? You know, right. you, you know what I mean? So it that that whole idea of celebrating, you know, and 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 I think especially we as African American women, we feel some kind of way. You know what? Women in general, I think, feel some kind of way about celebrating ourselves. We're just kind of like, okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. We know all of this has to get done. I may not feel like it, but I gotta do what I gotta do. Right. I gotta keep, you know, I gotta keep my head up, put a smile on my face and get it done. You know what I mean? If I don't do it, no one else is going to do it. So mm-hmm. I think that that is an extra component that we have about not wanting to, so to speak, toot our own horns. You know what I mean? Definitely. And toot our horns. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yes. Every little, just like how we praise our children, don't we? Oh, yes. no, you know, you, you didn't get you didn't get 100, but, you know, you got a 70, but you're going in the right direction. You know, last time you got a 68. You know what I mean? So we have to do those, begin to do those things for ourselves. So those are the two pieces that I wanted to be able to mention is the going outside of your comfort zone and to celebrate along the way. Yes. And I agree with that, um, especially um, as women not wanting to toot our own horn. So I was recently nominated for a local award here, um, the Rochester Business Journal Women of Excellence. So I had to go and take a look at some of my accomplishments and achievements, and I ended up watching a snippet of an event that I hosted, Writer's Paradise, which is a, a writing forum. And I watched the snippet and I was like, oh yeah, I did do that, you know? And it's just kind of like a reminder. Cause like you said, we do so many things and it's just like on to the next, on to the next. We don't take the time to say, oh my goodness, that went really well. Or even if it didn't, just acknowledging I made that attempt and I should be rewarded for that, recognized for that, acknowledged for that, celebrated for that, et cetera. So thank you for bringing that point in for our listeners. I hope that resonates with you. Um, If you feel like um, you can't or you shouldn't talk about all that you've accomplished, you absolutely should. And um, don't be afraid to do that. So um, in line with that, I know that, you know, it took a lot of courage and a lot of uh, strength in overcoming hurdles to start your business. And congratulations to you. And thank you also for creating this space, you know, to empower other Black women. Um, But we do have listeners who are authors and entrepreneurs or pursuing um, entrepreneurship or other things like that. So I'm sure they would love to hear recommendations on um, how to move forward with their businesses, being that you've already done that. And I guess it's twofold, business and also content creation. So of course you have a symposium, you have a talk show. So if you could speak to that and, and provide some feedback to our listeners about how they can do those things, that would be awesome. Okay. So I guess in terms of starting a business, you know, first and foremost, I guess you have to know you know what you're interested in you know and i know a lot of people say oh i don't you know i like this i like that but i don't really know what to do you know they're they're full of ideas and i understand that i think initially i would probably focus on how do you feel like when you when when you do it how do you feel 
you know, if you, if it's a struggle or, you know, any, you know, any sort of negative vibe or whatever, then that might be something to pay attention to, you know. So I'm just saying that for those that are like really in that initial, initial uh, phase. Now, for those that have actually started something or kind of, you know, have an idea but haven't really taken, you know, haven't really taken off, I would say just do it, you know. And I know it sounds um, very cliche, if you will, but I know I'm a, I, I like to call myself an, another coach used this phrase and it, it really resonated with me. I'm a recovering perfectionist. And yeah. <laughs> for me, sometimes the hardest part is, is starting. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I want it to be perfect. You know what I mean? I want, I want everything just right. And what I really had to get through my head was that, you know what? It's not, nothing is ever going to be just perfect or just right. You can plan something down to the T and it will still not go exactly like you planned. Right. You know, and especially dealing with technology, um, dealing with other people. You know what I mean? There are a lot of different variables. So I kind of had to get that out of my head, this whole idea of waiting for something to be the right time, y'all. So that's that's what I mean when I say that. When I say just do it, you know, you are going to learn whatever you do, whatever action you take, you are going to learn from that and 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 welcome that and embrace it. You know what I mean? You you're not because if you don't start or you don't do anything, that's exactly where you're going to be, not doing anything. So try to get out of the mindset of it has to be perfect or, um, you know, thinking about what other people are going to think or what their ideas are going to be. You know, if they're going if, if to have a favorable opinion of what you're doing. And I know it's challenging, but the more you practice it, the more you do it, the easier it will become. Get into the habit of taking consistent, intentional action, right? So once you get in that habit, like I said, you get your idea. This is what feels good to you. Do it. You know, take a piece of it. I'm a, This first quarter or these first three, four months of the year, I'm going to work on this, you know, and just do it, you know, and just get into the mindset of it's not going to be perfect and that that's okay. You're going to change it. You're going to modify it. You're going to learn as you go. You know, yeah. so that's so so that's the advice I would have. And that's mm -hmm. the advice I had to take myself. And <laughs> I continue to take. You know, sometimes I get caught up, but then I kind of have to like, you know, wheel myself back in. Right. You know, Jackie, right. get it together. Get your life together. Yes. <laughs> your mind right. You yes. know, so. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that advice. And I definitely agree with that. And I'm sure our listeners do appreciate um, all the nuggets that you dropped. So another thing that you are working on is becoming a published author. So of course, our listeners, I'm sure their ears perked up in that. So can you tell us a little bit more about um, your experience with becoming an author, um, what your piece is about, and any other elements you will want to share with us? Okay, so that project is called I Am a Black Woman Next Level. And basically it is an anthology. And it's, you know, women, African-American women coming together from, you know, we all have different life experiences, different ages, different professions, so on and so forth. But the commonality is that we all have a story that we wanted to tell, you know, that we, you know, some sort of a adversity, if you will, that we have 
managed to, I don't like to use the word overcome, but let's say not allow it to continue to hinder us from moving forward, you know, personally, professionally. And so we're all coming together. And what's really nice about it is that it's it's really a sisterhood. You know, it, it it's like the, the individual that heads it up, Dr. Carolyn Stevens, she's really big. She's also a clinician and she's really big on forming this sisterhood. It's not just people coming together. We're going to do this book together. We're going to make nice do fake smiles and everybody's going to go about their way afterwards. You know what I mean? I can honestly yes. say that, you know, everybody is growing, you know, and everybody is very transparent. And I don't even consider myself a writer mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> but, you know, going through the process also has helped me to see some of the areas in which I need more work on. You know, so it's been it's been a very eye opening experience. And, you know, we'll be we, we kind of get into a little bit of a glitch with the launch and everything with COVID. Um, but this year, at, you know, probably the fall area is when we're actually looking to launch. And like I said, it's an anthology and it's I am a black woman next level. And the next level piece is in conjunction with the actual book, we are going to be doing or we, we have everyone's giving like a has like a workbook component to it, you know, so you can kind of read the story and be able to do some actionable steps to really give people something tangible to be able to walk away with and start implementing right away. Awesome. So are the stories personal stories or poems or? Personal stories. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. Is there a theme or is everyone just sharing something about their lives and, you know, or is it a theme that ties it all together? Um, everyone is sharing something personal about their okay. life. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And where will that, be, or where, you know, well, you said it'll be available when, I'm sorry. <clears throat> We're anticipating the fall. Okay. So about okay. September, October area. Okay. Was this your first anthology? Yes. Okay. First one. Okay. And do you mind just talking a little bit more about the experience as far as you know, the publishing piece or what the editing part was like, because we do have a lot of listeners who are interested in anthologies. So if you have any insight, I'm sure they would appreciate it. Well, we are working with Boss Lady Press, which is okay. another Black-owned publishing company. Okay. And let me let me tell you, I, the editing is, to me, is like, even though we have the editor, just yeah. actually going through it, you know, um, is is uh, uh, <laughs> my least favorite part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My least favorite part, but mm-hmm. um, but I mean, so so far it's been a pretty good experience. You know, okay. um, we you know we, we did have to go go through it a few times on our own. Yeah, and then you know the editor you know the editor gonna go back through it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So so it so it, it it's been. I mean. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's been a little trying but yes. um, but, but I know it's going to be well worth it in the end for sure for sure so um, with the clients that I work with and and the potential clients that I screen through our you know consultations um, some of them do have reservations about working with an editor and you know to be completely honest it's not necessarily the most fun part of the publishing process um, you're being um, your work is being looked at under a magnifying glass. There may be changes that 
are suggested that you don't like um, or that you don't understand, um, things like that. But um, I'm glad to hear you say that, you know, you see the worth and you see the value in the editing. Obviously, you want this to be a reflection of yourself. So you want it to be you want it to be polished. So even though you don't like it, it sounds like you know that you do need an editor. Um, so for all of the listeners out there who, um, you know, maybe aren't enjoying the editing piece, just know that it will be worth it in the end, like Jackie said. <laughs> Or even, you know what, like I know on mine, I had, I was told to elaborate on certain things. Yes. You know what I mean? Or, or even just kind of the positioning of it. You know, and I have to admit, at first I was like, well, why do I need to do that? You know, but as I thought about it, and I said, okay, you know, this is what that person does. This is their specialty. Right. You know, so <laughs> not, you know, not, not to be offended by it. Yes. Like, okay, you know, that that's, that's part of the job. Absolutely. You know, so I did have to do, I had to elaborate on, on, on some different things. Absolutely. Do you, do you have a future plans to write your own book? Let's see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> After this one comes out, you know, but I'll, I'll be honest with you. I haven't really explored that. Mm-hmm. I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is that, oh, it's going to cost me a lot of money. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't really mm-hmm. know if that I haven't, is that, is that true? Um, I mean, it depends on the t- the team that you select. Um, if you want something of value, then it won't be your cheapest option. Um, but if you want some, yeah, if you want something of value, it's not necessarily going to be one of the cheapest things you've done. Um, you do want to invest appropriately accordingly again to put your best foot forward from the graphic designer who does your cover to the person who does your formatting of course your editor and your publisher so again if it's a reflection of you you have to decide what you want that reflection to be (laughs) so I mean if you're okay with you know subpar or you know maybe like amateur and you just want to try it out you're not looking to invest a lot then sure you can go you know a cheaper route to get what you need but if you're looking to make a splash and make an impression um, and and have you know valuable valuable content and something that people will actually pick up and read and enjoy and give rave reviews about then you will need to invest and um, it's it can be it can be expensive but there are ways to find you know quality professionals um, at more affordable rates so there's you know there's Fiverr and there's Upwork and there's a, just a lot of different freelance um, opportunities and resources available. And then, of course, you can always tap your network. I'm sure that some of the women in your symposium or, you know, speakers there or others that you interview with, they can get you in touch with those who can provide those services. So, no, it's not necessarily cheap, but like you said about editing, it's worth it in the end. Yeah, for sure. And I wouldn't let that stop you. And the thing about it is when you self-publish, you can go at your own pace. So maybe in March, you only have money to pay for the graphic designer. And then maybe a month later, you can go into the editing and a month later, you can get the publisher, et cetera. So you can break it up like a payment plan, kind of. So I wouldn't let that stop you. (laughs) You or any of the listeners on here either. Yeah. So if you could tell us some more about the symposium, what the theme is for the symposium. Um, I know that you're looking for speakers, so you can tell us a little bit about that as well. All right, so my next symposium is coming up in May. I do them quarterly, January, May, and September. And yes, I am still looking for speakers. And this particular one is focused on, well, 
every symposium, the main premise, if you will, is different tools and techniques to be able to help other entrepreneurs be able to receive personal development, professional, and leadership development. That's always the um, the long-term goal, if you will, or the, 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 the main goal. Um, but this particular one, on top of that, since I'm doing it in May, it's going to be honoring mothers, mom CEOs or mom bosses. Yes. And you don't necessarily, you don't have to be a mother in order to, because some, somebody can't even ask me that, oh, not a mother. You don't have to be a mother in order to participate or be one of the speakers. Mm -hmm. But just, you know, just know that we are acknowledging yes. those moms that are like, you know, mm -hmm. that have children, mm -hmm. you know, doing that full, full time and a half job, Yes, you know, and running a business. Mm -hmm. So it's, it, it's to, this one is to acknowledge, acknowledge that again, mm -hmm. that, that pat on the back, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Not all that we do for all of this um, black excellence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. You know, that. <laughs> We just do and don't even think about it. We just do it and just keep on walking, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So that that's the thing. But again, it, it's for it's a good it's a good way to get some more exposure, get some more visibility, especially now since with COVID and everything, and a lot of things have shifted. You know, from um, doing in person events and so forth, a lot of people are doing doing it virtually now. You know, so it's really a good opportunity to be able to get some exposure, you know, from the comfort of your own home, you know, whether you're doing it live, whether you're doing it pre-recorded, whatever the case, you know, so it's a good opportunity to go before other people's audiences. It's a good mm -hmm. opportunity to establish yourself as the expert in, you know, whatever your area or arena is, it's a good opportunity to network, you know, so and so, like I said, that's going to be in May, and I'm still looking for speakers, whether, you know, there's different speaker packages, you know, from like a basic, you know, on up, you know, depending on what you're looking for. So that that's still open. And like I said, it's going to be May. And this particular one is you can either do a live or either a pre-recorded video. Okay. And the other opportunity is I, I do a show. It's a live Facebook show. And that's every second and fourth Sunday of the month. And that is to spotlight you as the entrepreneur. Again, mm -hmm. but the, still the, the same type of opportunity to be able to um, increase visibility, to show yes. yourself as the expert in your area, yeah. but it's all focused on you, okay. you know, and what you bring to the table. Fantastic. You know, get an get a opportunity to know who that person is behind the brand. Awesome. You know, awesome. so interested in that, that's a good way. Um, or that that's always available. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for taking the initiative to have the symposium and the talk show. So if someone was interested in being a speaker and or a guest on your show, how would they get in touch with you? So you could go to my Facebook page, either my personal page, Jacqueline Kaba or Jacqueline Harvey Kaba. Yeah, my maiden name, then my present name, Harvey Kaba. And I have all the links there. Or you can go to my Facebook business page, which is Realizing Your Potential, one, two, three. Or you can go to my Instagram, which is Realizing Your Potential, one, two, three. And the links are all there under uh, Linktree, all the different forms um, that you would need, or should I say applications, you know, that, that you would want to take a look at to get additional information, as well as a form to, to uh, actually submit. 
Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. It was so great having you as a guest today. I appreciate all of the knowledge and wisdom and um, recommendations that you made and learning more about you, your mission, and your passions. Um, is there anything you'd like to impart on our guests uh, before we wrap up? I'd just like to say that look within. You know, I think in this age of social media, you know, it's just snippets. We're so used to we're so used to seeing snippets of everything everyone's doing, or you know, a snippet of this person is doing this, this person is doing that. And sometimes you get bombarded with so much information, right? That you feel over, you know, you feel overwhelmed. Like, well, this person has a successful podcast, this person is doing virtual summits, this person is doing a magazine, or this person is self-publishing, right? And sometimes you see all of that, and it's just a snippet here and a snippet there. And you get overwhelmed because you start feeling like you don't know what direction to go. In. You know, so my advice, I guess, or what I want to leave you all with is just pay attention to what feels good to you. Because it may be it may be good for somebody else, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you. Right. Just, you know, still stay grounded and stay in tune with what your long-term goal is mm-hmm. and what feels good to you. Because, I mean, there's, you know how they say there's more than one way to skin a cat. I can't believe mm-hmm. in that. My mom right. to me all the time. <laughs> but there's more than one way to get to your end goal. And you right. have to figure out, you know, what's best for you. And if you stay in tune with you and what feels good to you, then, you know, you're on the right path. For sure. Thanks again so much for um, your time and being so energetic and willing to share with the listeners. Um, And thank you again to our audience for tuning in. Editor Knows Best airs every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, anchor.fm slash Editor Knows Best. Thank you, everyone. Be safe and be well.